Welcome back to the Awkward Introvert's Guide to the Apocalypse. I'm Zombie Tia. And I'm Josephine Reilly. And on this episode, we are going to be discussing what is possibly vault Tech's most heinous experiment to date. We're going to be talking about Vault 75. Oof. And for those of you who are new to Fallout, vault Tech is this giant evil corporation, basically. They... We're like, ah, here's these vaults. You guys are going to be safe in case of nuclear attack. It's going to be great. We're going to preserve the future or whatever. You get it. But yeah, instead they ran tests on the people they put in those vaults. And a lot of them are just, I don't see the point of them or what they got out of them. So they are truly horrifying. (laughs) And this one, this one talks, this one tops my list of just being awful maybe if there is another fallout it it could get worse but I, honestly after vault 75 it's kind of hard to see it getting much worse yeah i out of all the vaults that i can think of off the top of my head and any vaults i've looked into this is definitely like the worst one by far it, it uh every time I think about this vault and all the research going into this vault. I just get so angry, just beyond angry. I just want to rage things. And I've told you what, what, (laughs) what my notes are covered in every time I start writing about this. I'm just expletives (laughs) all over. Vault-Tec. So... Would you like to tell the vault of or the story of Vault 75? Nope, you go ahead. Okay, okay, I got this. So, Vault 75 is located inside the Malden Middle School. The, um, it's currently run by gunners. Sometimes when you go in there, depending on your alignment, there will also be Brotherhood of Steel or there will be synths. It just depends who you align with. The story of Vault 70 is it was sold as a safe place for kids in the event of bombs dropping. And but it's true. But its true purpose oh God, <laughs> was to yeah. enhance the gene pool and make stronger and smarter human beings. So what happened was they took these kids and their parents down into the vault, and then they separated them, saying that the parents were going to see the overseer who was going to, you know, tell them about the vault and how things are going to work, and the kids were going to see like a separate person 
who was going to do the same thing, but, you know, they're just going to be briefed dif- differently. Differently. Yeah, just, you know, kid-friendly, because these kids had to be under, what was it, 15 to, yeah. to, when they originally closed the vault. So they were trying to put it in more kid-friendly terms, supposedly. Yeah. So they were taking the adults for, you know, the adult briefing, and all of the kids under 15 had to go to a separate place for a more child-understanding briefing. Yeah. When I was playing through the vault again, just to kind of get a better feel of it, and I was reading the terminals, I know that some of the kids were, like, six. And it hurt me physically, because that is so freaking young. Yeah, they were were some tiny kids in there. It was definitely not just middle schoolers. No. Oh, my goodness. Even it just happening to middle schoolers is upsetting, but, like, a six-year-old's a kindergartner. Like, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so what happened was, instead of briefing, the parents were executed and incinerated. So, and... Oh, those poor kids. They just, their parents just disappeared and they never saw them again. And it doesn't even, from what I was reading, it doesn't say anything about what they told the kids what happened to their parents. So those original kids, like, their parents just disappeared and i like can you imagine that like going into this vault there are bombs dropping outside it's probably the scariest thing ever and then suddenly your parents are gone and you just live in this place now that's closed up you can't ever go outside and that's not like there was a lot of kids originally originally there was eight accepted and then two thank god for them they left with their dad but there was originally only six children so it's not like they could really just hide amongst themselves. There was only six of them. Okay, guys, I would like to apologize if you can hear dogs barking right now. Because my dogs are informing me that there is someone walking by our house. Like, what kind of person walks by a house at night? <laughs> so if you can hear my dogs barking, I'm very sorry. Anyway. And those creepy house walking people. I know. How dare people live on my street? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you on that, but I was like, oh my god, they're going off. Nope, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my god. They integrated the kids more, and they were started raising them on this story of the uh, Topland heroes. And they were told that when they would, they graduated, like when they're 18, then they were going to go to up top land and become the heroes of the wasteland and help people who weren't as fortunate as them. And hey, surprise, that's not what happened. Right. Oh, man. The whole up top land heroes thing. Oh, it just, it breaks my heart. Because it's seriously, horrible. these kids, they were tortured. They were tortured mm-hmm. down in that vault, like physically, mentally, in every sense of the word, they were tortured. And then, you know, that was probably the only thing they were holding on to was one day they would be able to be a hero because that's what kids want. They want to grow up. They want to be the good guy. And this this whole vault is just so tragic. <laughs> it's like definitely one of the most tragic things in Fallout. And it's just... Like, it wasn't even they were just, like, mentally abused. They were also physically abused. Like, they were being pushed past limits they should not have been being pushed past. Like, we're talking extreme muscle fatigue. Kids, like, were in danger of having heart attacks from what they were doing. 
it was yeah crazy with the stuff. physical training there was only acceptable and unacceptable and the only things that were considered unacceptable was heart attack or death yeah. if they passed out if they puked if they anything else was acceptable and they it got written down but they didn't fail that portion of the test and we're talking what was i i think that terminal it says under eight they wanted their peak heart rate to be over 200 yeah it's just crazy and then the older kids they wanted it to be almost 300 beats per minute which is insane dude i can't even like run for five minutes (laughs) (laughs) i would not do well in this vault (laughs) like no (laughs) i would definitely be a weaker subject but here's the thing none of that matters because whether you were good at these tests or not at the end, you're incinerated. They, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you were either harvested mm-hmm. or you were incinerated. And it may be, I don't even know if I'd call it lucky. If you were one of the lucky ones that did not have any, um, oh, wow, my brain just <laughs> went blank. <laughs> you no, didn't you- have physical aptitude, but you were intelligent and you could be docile. Then you could be promoted to a scientist. And but then you get brainwashed. Still, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. still, even if you got, get promoted to a scientist, you learn the horror of what's really going on there. And from a lot of it, it sounds like, you know, after the 13 years of training, they just didn't really care anymore. It, it was kind of more like an out-of-body experience for them with all these trainings with these little kids that were doing the exact same thing they had been pushed to. Yeah. But... Still, you have to, you know what's going to happen. These kids are not going to make it. Yeah. Oh, that's the hard part to me because someone's raising these kids. Like, so when they're harvested, like, they create new embryos and grow new subjects, right? Yeah. And so, like, someone is raising these embryos to babies, to toddlers and all that. Robots. Yeah, I guess robots could have been doing it, but I feel like... No, it it was robots. It was Um, robots? Okay. Yeah, they have robot caregivers. Ah, you did a much more thorough thing than me. I mean, I guess that would eliminate the whole getting attached to them. Yeah. Oh. But still, like, you imagine that, like, they had to at least watch their progress and seeing these kids grow. Right. And how do you not become attached to that? Like, what kind of sociopath are you? Right. Yeah, no. Uh, I was really appalled about their whole breeding program, actually, because at first, like I was reading into it and watching all the things. And I was like, okay, they started with six children. But this experiment went on for God knows how long, multiple cycles. And so there's just even with their whole, quote unquote, breeding program, where they hook the best parts of the harvested graduates and, you know, manipulated their genes and stuff. There's not, there was six kids originally and that two of them were siblings. So there is not a lot of genetic variety in that. Mm-mm. So I, I wonder how that affected the children because they were just so inbred mm-hmm. towards the end because with, even with all the genetic manipulation and, hormone treatments and everything you still it it boils down to originally like five pairs of dna if you're not counting the siblings 
Yeah. So that's just, there's only so many ways you can recombine those genes. So I'm wondering how, how big of an effect that had in their um, physical strength and their mental um, improvements on trying to raise more scientists, because it kind of sounds like that they weren't, they obviously were not getting the physical results they wanted towards the end. But it also sounds like since they were trying to breed for those physical assets that they weren't having a whole lot of scientists from each graduating class either. Maybe one every couple years. I was going to say, wasn't uh, Washington the only one who was raised for half Yeah, he was the last one. Yeah. And it didn't sound like there was anyone new after him. And it kind of, I kind of got the impression that it had been a, a little bit since they had gotten a scientist before him. Just because, like, the overseer was not super thrilled about having him on the team to begin with. And, but, you know, you need scientists to keep doing these experiments so they kind of have to take who they're going to get at that point yeah otherwise it's just going to be shut down i mean it's just it's strange to me how this vault was even able to go on yeah how little they were working with and (sighs) and how many people they destroyed because they were talking about how they had a good year for graduates and Still, 74% of the graduated class was average, so they were just incinerated. They didn't take their DNA. They didn't get promoted to scientists. Like, they just got incinerated. And that's 74%. That is a huge percent. That's ridiculous. Exactly. And it's like 26 was harvested, and they had no scientists in that group. So, it's they're not... I. I'm curious how big their classes were at that point, because like I said, my, one of my biggest questions is how, how um, many ways they could manipulate the DNA with six original or five original strands of DNA. Yeah. Do you think that maybe the scientists use their DNA in some of it? I kind of feel like they'd have to. I, I read somewhere um, that originally the the vault had 88 people in it, but so that would be six kids and 82 adults. So that would give a bigger genetic variety, but I, I don't know if they would actually start harvesting other scientists or why they had so many scientists to begin with. If they were only, because like I said, they only had eight kids accepted to begin with and two of, four of them were siblings not well they weren't all siblings to each other but it was two sets of siblings mm-hmm. so that would have only been what 12 adults because you could have 12 or two adults per kid mm-hmm. so still like that that's only 20 people to begin with and then you don't need 80 something security guards and scientists even yeah. with that small of a pool so yeah. I kind of feel like they would have to, after a while, start incorporating the original scientist DNA, but I don't know whether or not they did. I don't know. Like, that is a good question. But I just, I can't see them being able to work with what little they had if they didn't yeah. do that. And just, I don't know. Ah, it's just such a crazy experiment. 
And I under I can understand this one at least why they were going for, even though it is beyond fucked up. But Yeah, it is it is crazy and I, I get it though. Like they were looking for super soldiers. But I wonder what their end game was. Because obviously they were not gonna release people out of the vault. Like that was never a part of the plan because they kept telling the up top land stories to mm-hmm. every generation. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there was an end game or if they were just trying to push science until they were there was nothing left there was none of them left anymore. Yeah, well I wonder if it had a deadline kinda like Vault one eleven did, where they were just waiting on an like an all clear you can come out now type thing. Oh true. That might have been the case. Um, you know, Vault Tech wasn't around to give that all clear anymore, so they just stayed there and just kept doing right. what they knew what to do. Can we talk about the the kids who actually led the revolt, though? Yes. That, like, I would consider them actual up-top-land heroes because, yeah. like, oh, it's just so crazy. Because if that one dude hadn't lost his papers into the air system, they never would have found those papers, and they probably never would have started the revolt. No. And I just think that it's, like, amazing because... So there are these two kids, they want to take over the vault and stuff, but in their, like, messages to each other, they were still thinking about the younger kids and how they could keep them safe while they... Oh, exactly. And I was just like, you angels, you precious babies, I love you. (laughs) Those babies were so worried about the other babies. I know. And even when they were talking about taking over, their biggest worry was the the, um, robot taking care of the younger kids. Yeah. Like, they, they decided with all of the inbreeding and stuff that the scientists were going to be no problem. And they kept they had figured out that anyone with any physical strength had been harvested, so there was no worries on that front either. Yeah. But they were worried about the robots and the little kids. And if you go through that vault, you don't, you don't find any dead bodies of children. No, you, you don't, don't find any small bones or anything. So You it, do find scientists' you bones. Can, exactly. And so it kind of looks like that maybe they all got out. Yeah. Do you think that Washington helped them? No, I do not. Yeah? No. He just, just because he was so docile, like, and Mm -hmm. he was joking in the terminal things about how he knew that those two kids were going to have an uprising and they weren't taking them seriously. So I highly doubt that he helped them. I kind of wonder, though, because in the end, when he started to wonder about the up top land people and asking them yeah. to get things to fix up the shooting range, I kind of wonder if he started to catch on and if that changed his mind at all. It, it definitely could have, because, yeah, he kept being like, why can't we contact the heroes? Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. once the next graduating class goes, we can just ask them to bring some supplies. So he definitely was getting suspicious before his 13-year deadline. Yeah. So I have hope that he did help them just because I want to believe that people aren't mostly horrible. Right. So, so I want to think that, you know, he kind of remembered how it was to be one of those kids stuck in there and he helped. I I would hope so. But he was talking about a a girl who was a couple years younger than him. And at first, his messages were very positive. And he's like, yes, I think she could be a scientist with us. And 
all this. And then the next one, he's just like, oh, she's so slow. She's definitely not as great as I am. And yeah. So it kind of looked like he was losing his humanity pretty quickly. Yeah. I don't know. I just got that hope, though. I got it. And I'm going to cling on to it with my little death grip. (laughs) So what do you think happened to the children once they left the vault? Well, we're talking kids that had, like, amazing, you know, training at that point. They knew how to work weapons. They were strong. They were smart. And so I think that they would have fared well in the Wasteland, honestly. I honestly do, too. Because they... I, I, my hope is that they found some civilization that kind of like adopted them in because that's what I would have done. And I'd see a whole big group of kids just wandering the waste. I'd want to take care of all those little babies. I know, right? Be like, okay, you guys come to my little place. We have Let's a all fit in my shack. <laughs> <laughs> we have a shack that usually only fits two people, but we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work, and we're going to feed you Brahmin. <laughs> oh, hope it's... you guys like Tato's. <laughs> Don't mind the radioactiveness. They weren't lying about that in up Topland stories. Nope, they were not. Unfortunate. Well, so I wonder, with all that stuff they were doing down in the vault, I wonder if they did, like, mess with their genes to make them less... Um, Shoot, what's the word? Why can't I think of it? Less susceptible to radiation. Oh, that would have been a good idea. I don't know whether they would have or not because they seemed so worried about making them as physically strong and docile as possible. That's true. So I don't know whether they would have... Because in all their stories, that that was the whole point, is they were supposed to, you know... um, be resistant to all the diseases and radio radioactiveness and mm-hmm. be strong and quick shooters and all of that but I don't know if they would have actually taken the time to try and do some other experiments to make them more disease resistant or more um, resistant to radio radioactiveness yeah I just want I don't know I mean, it would have been the smart thing to do, but also they weren't sending these kids out there. They were harvesting them, so. Exactly. That's, that's why, I, because if they really did have an end game, if they had an end date when they were going to send these kids out, then yeah, you'd be like, all right, we have 200 years to actually make heroes. And in that time, yeah, we're going to have to slaughter these children. Ouch. But that, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, you know, this is our end goal. So we need to make them strong and smart. And it just doesn't seem like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. (sighs) But I do think that regardless, I think they would have done well up top. Yeah. So, and I I really do hope they went and they found a good settlement. Like, what what is your, how, how do you feel about the theory that they're the original gunners? So, I kind of thought on it a bit, and I don't think so. I don't either, honestly. I haven't looked into the Gunners a whole lot, but from my understanding, they came from a different area, and that's where they get their name from. Granted, once again, I haven't looked into them, like, a whole ton. All I know about them, really, is they're Gunners, and I fucking hate them. And they (laughs) shoot me a lot, and I don't like that. It's awful rude. So, 
but <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't see them joining the Gunners. And maybe that's just me being hopeful because the Gunners are just real dicks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't think they're from, they're the original Gunners either. Just because I feel like if they were, there'd be history behind it. Like in New Vegas with the Boomers, mm-hmm. they had the whole history of them leaving the vault with their explosives and stuff. And there's not that yeah. when it comes to Vault 75. I just feel like if you escape a vault like that where you were tortured, I don't think that you would want to go back. Right. And it seems like the Gunners were trying to empty the place out to... Mm-hmm you know, store their own things and not preserve any of that history. And I kind of feel like if that was their original home, that they'd want to preserve it to a certain extent just to, as a reminder of not repeating the past or what they're actually fighting for. But there's, there's none of that. They're just clearing the place and filling it with their own ammunition and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see much merit in it. I think they went out into the wastes, they went and found a place to live, and they just got away from that vault as best they could. I think so, too. I would I would love to find out what actually happened to them, though. Oh my gosh, right? Like, give me some closure here. I need to know. <laughs> right? I need to know what happened to those poor little freak kids. Oh my gosh. If uh, anyone who wrote the stories for Fallout 4 is listening... I don't know. I don't know how video game storylines work. There's a lot of writers. Anyway, someone write me and tell me what happened to these kids. I need to know. We need the closure. (laughs) It's very important to me to know that these kids are well-fed, taken care of, they're hydrated. So, someone's there darting their socks. (laughs) Lie to us and tell us that they're okay. Yeah. That they didn't meet the demise of some other vault dwellers and, you know, <laughs> open their vault and then get killed by raiders. Or so, like, lie to us and tell us what they ha- Yeah. <laughs> lie to us and tell us everything is okay. <laughs> they're doing great. They're living it up in Diamond City. Exactly. Because they're not really. Because Diamond City is, I mean, it's a, it's a great place if you like that. But also, they're bigots. And we will get into that in another episode. Yes, we will. So, any final thoughts on this vault? I think it is horrible. (laughs) And I have that written down all over my paper. I think that's horrible. And I hate you, Vault Tech. Oh, my God, right? Oh, there was one interesting thing I found. And I know that you haven't really dug into Fallout 3 yet. But in Fallout 3, there is a vault... With a man named Stanislaus Braun. Uh-huh. And he is a real piece of work. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I really want you to go and look him up. But he is actually mentioned in one of the terminals in this vault. And oh, I, I love I love me some backstory oh, like that. I do, that. too. Like, I wonder if he had a hand in planning and what was going on in this vault. Because he was, he is a messed up individual. Like, don't, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything I was going to say, if, if he had anything to do with this vault, then I hate him, and I want to go punch him in the face. Oh, you'll hate him even more when you get to him. Oh, so, God. He is, uh, I will consider myself warned. Yeah. So he, that's really interesting, though, that he was mentioned. And when I saw that, I was like, I know that butthole. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. know you. I've seen you before I killed you. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Execution. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, like, as I said at the beginning, this is definitely one of the most messed up vaults. I, the only other one that really rivals it is one in New Vegas. I can't remember the number off the top of my head. I should have wrote it down. I didn't. But it's... Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. I have all the vault numbers. Oh, but, uh, I can't talk now. I have all the vault numbers written down, so tell oh. me the gist of the vault and I can say what vault it is. It is the vault where they elect an overseer, but the overseer is sacrificed. Ooh, I remember that one. Let's see what my notes say. Um, Sorry. <laughs> maybe I didn't write that one down. Oh, or maybe I didn't take good enough notes. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, that vault messed me up something serious when I played through New Vegas. Like, it was soul-crushing. I think it's Vault 11. Maybe. I may be wrong. So don't don't sacrifice me to the fiends. <laughs> I am going to go play New Vegas some more because I've been replaying it. And when I find it, I will update you guys. Or I can even just Google it. But what fun is that? Right. What What's the fun in Googling it when you can do a playthrough? Exactly. Like... There's take Google. Grandma Lily with you. She's my favorite. I will always take Grandma Lily with me everywhere. I love Grandma Lily. And I know that we have gushed about this on our page. <laughs> we have, but I just, I feel like everybody hates Grandma Lily and I just love her so much. I, I must block them out because I just think everyone should love her. She's great. She is, like, one of the greatest characters, and one day we're just going to do an episode solely based around her. Yes, she... we are, and I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Ah, yes. But this vault, for sure, horrible. vault Tech, horrible. Hardly anyone in this horrible, godforsaken wasteland is any good, except the Minutemen, and that's it. That's my line. <laughs> She'll fight you over it. I so will fight you don't over Don't come it. at us saying the Minuteman sucks because that's a fight you're not going to win over here. Listen, guys, Preston Garvey is an angel. And <laughs> you guys may hate him because he's always like, you need to help a settlement. But look at how tired he is. He <laughs> needs rest and you have to help him. Hey, somebody, <laughs> you know, claims to be him for a while. So if you're worth being impersonated, then... You must have something good going for you. And you all can hate on him, but do you have impersonators? I don't think so. And if you do, tell us about it, because I'm curious. Yeah, tell us about it. I know it has nothing to do with the apocalypse, but I want to hear some weird stories about people impersonating other people. So I'm down with that. In fact, you know, I like it. (laughs) Message us. (laughs) Awkward Introvert Pod. You can message us on Facebook or Instagram. So, <laughs> want to hear your weird stories, please. And sure. we also just want you to tell us that you love Lily as much as we do. Yes. Oh my God. I just maybe we should start a page just devoted to Lily appreciation. 
Like, she's so good and wholesome, and I love her. Oh my goodness. I'm going to wrap this up or we will gush for a thousand years, just like we did with Nick. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> this will be like our Nick Valentine episode, only it's going to be Lily, and it's going to be somehow longer, even though there's not a whole lot of character content about her. Oh my gosh, just you wait. I'm going to get my little digging hands on, and I'm going to really dig down deep and see what I can find. Like, yes. I'm talking dressing up as a detective, going places, being like, hey, <laughs> hey, I heard you worked on New Vegas. Hey, get into this van. <laughs> so that you know it's called kidnapping and it's frowned upon in this country it's not kidnapping if they can't prove it happened <laughs> <laughs> on that note i think we need to wrap this i up. think so too it's definitely past my bedtime at this point so if you like this show you can follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify and stitcher like and subscribe us and follow us on instagram and facebook at awkward introvert pod also, a big thank you to everybody who has shown all their support for our last episode. It really does mean the world to us. We read every comment, every message, everything, and then we text each other and gush about it because we think you're amazing. And this, it really does give us life. So thank you so, so yes, much. Thank you. Thank you, like, for all the likes on my cosplay pictures, too, because honestly, like, I've shared them on my personal page, but sharing them on the podcast page is somehow scarier to me. And so I'm just like, I hope someone doesn't leave a mean comment. I'm so tender. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, no. Don't show them weakness. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not weak. I'm strong. <laughs> so <laughs> bring on those mean... No, don't. Please don't. <laughs> I have like... It's okay. I got your back. I'll, Thank I'll... you. I'll You'll... see and delete them before they get to you, hopefully. Unless You'll I'm swoop asleep. in and be like, listen here, you little shit. She'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. We're going to change it up a little bit our next episode, and I'm very excited about it. Oh, my gosh. Me too. So, until next time. Bye. Bye.